Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast slash show because we're on YouTube. So I hate calling it a podcast when we're on YouTube. But I am one of your hosts, Jolene Alenza Hernandez, and I am here with my co-host, Busy Blue. Busy Blue, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. For those who are listening to this podcast, you should see us. We look so attractive. Right? And you you want <laughs> to see us on camera. Like, turn this off right now and go see us. It's it's a whole it's another experience. It is. And mm-hmm. you just des- you deserve it during this time of, of injustice and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Watch us <laughs> and love us. But outside of that, I'm doing well. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, it's always a great time when I'm able to be here with you. She has yes. all this magnificent purple hair, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorites, but you can't see it if you watch, if you're listening to the podcast. Right? You can't see it. And I got a green one, a mint green, like an ombre. It's like dark on top. Not uh, with com- her right now. Not with her right now. <laughs> coming in, hopefully next week it'll be here. So we can Come just on. be switching up wigs because um, that's what I like to do. So if uh, you guys are joining us live here on YouTube, hello, hello, everyone. Tammy, Lady died. Denise. Yes, someone said there was a church ad that played before our podcast busy. <laughs> a church ad? Yes. I don't know. Was it the Westboro Baptist? I don't, I don't know what the other ones would be playing before this. I don't know someone. See, you know what? And that would never have happened on my channel. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. But I think that church is going to very much uh, regret. Be very upset. Yes. Once they see uh, me. Um, okay. So we are back tonight. This is our first. So yesterday, if you guys didn't catch me in Busy Blue, we covered like all three seasons of Potomac. And when I say we, I mean, Busy did the work and it was so <laughs> good. Like it reminded me of stuff I didn't remember because if you don't know, Busy Blue is um, a, we, we said not a super fan. You are, you got like I'm a Potomac, uh, yeah, aficionado. Yes, I Potomac. PhD. His PhD in uh, Potomac, an aficionado. Mm-hmm. And we uh, did like a reintroduction because they keep pushing back the Potomac start date, but it is officially going to be happening in early August. And so we are doing right now a rewatch of season four, and we will be doing all the episodes, recapping them bullshitting about them, having a good time, talking to you guys in the chat, and hello later to those of you joining us on iTunes. So we just want to like get excited about Potomac because it's going to be such uh, I want to be young and be a kid. It's going to be such a fire season. It's going to slap busy. It's going to be We don't say that anymore. I'm still young. What do we uh, say? Because but, I'm not still young. Well, it's just going to be it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be entertaining. They're going to give us what we need. I, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to have their, uh, their feet on our necks. Oh, and they're not gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna take it off. They're going to snatch our wig, they're gonna snatch us bald. Every yes. wig that you every wig, wig color you said you had, oh, they're they're taking it. That's it, it's natural. It, it, they're scalping us. Okay. We are I know our edges won't deserve it. Um, but it, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Yes, so we are so excited. So we just want to get ready with season. Four, just a rewatch recap, get us in the mood for Potomac. So we are going to be covering the first four episodes of mm-hmm. season four tonight. We're going to be kind of just both talking about it, tag teaming it. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. What, how was it for you doing the rewatch of the first four? Um, so it was, it was very interesting. I mean, I, I really want to know what the chat feels. Uh, so I'm going to try my best again. 
We're gonna we're gonna do this again. <laughs> I feel like this may be the running thing. Um, but we're gonna try this again, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read some chats today. Yes, let's to get the best of my ability. Yes, it's hard to do both. You can't be the PhD of Potomac and be in the chats. Well, I feel like I this session, and no one's raising their hands. I'm ready to teach. <laughs> so um, I am gonna try to take or look at least look through the chat. So please mm -hmm. feel free to chat it up. And I promise mm -hmm. this time I'll try it again. Um, my partner let me know I didn't look. I did. I said I was gonna do it in the beginning. And I didn't do it at all. So uh, and shout out to Tay the Bay because Tay the yeah. Bay was so supportive yesterday with I mean super chats, comments, came I mean, in with I that, so. <laughs> It's all in the same place. But you know what? When you don't, when you're not supportive the first time, you, then you have to come in and be supportive the second time. Keep the money yeah. this time, though. <laughs> Yes, don't be giving away <laughs> Busy's money. All we want is the love. But Tay the Bay, you're so cute, and thank you so much. Um, okay, so let's see. We've got a lot of people joining us here. That's good. Wig gonna be snatched like Karen's edges. Oh, oh like Karen's wig. Hold on, oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. it's all oh, sweaty. No, the wind. Oh, I got it. I got it. Um, <laughs> the way wouldn't let anyone else touch that and she was putting her her sunglasses on it like it's gonna hold it up that wig had a life My of its own god it sure did i thought it was about <laughs> to go back to the adams family it would get up and walk away whenever it was ready um but it was exciting while i'm watching season so this is one of my favorite seasons i said already that my favorite episode of any franchise uh, no of the potomac franchise i think i did the same thing yesterday um mm -hmm. is season three episode two meet the press um, oh. But I do love this season. It was one that is just, they brought it. Uh, I used to like season three better. I had a conversation, well, like I know him. <laughs> we we tweeted back and forth, Carlos King and I tweeted back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, he never, you know who Carlos King is, right? No, I pretended. I, pre I pretended. I, I'm not good at lying. You can catch it if I go. If I go, mm -hmm, that means I don't know what you're talking about. Jolene, okay. Uh, class is in session. Yeah, take out you, your pen and paper, okay. everyone. I'm going to take out my lip gloss and I'll write it on my arm. Who is um, okay. Carlos King? Um, so in the African-American community, there's a there's um, a couple of people that you, you, you want to either be on your show or you want to either produce and make your show. Okay. Um, if you want it to be ratchet but successful, um, you're probably not going to get a lot of money, but you'll get a lot of airtime. You ask for Mona Scott Young. She'll okay. put you on BH1, a love and hip hop show. Oh, she will, she I just will got, nervous. I got excited and nervous that I hit my mic. She will put all parts of you into the ground, um, mm -hmm. but you'll be on TV. Okay. Um, strong woman. Strong it worked woman, strong for woman. like Cardi B. I mean, she she came out on top. It did work for Cardi B, but then Cardi B also became, I think she managed her at one point as well. Well, no, that was K Michelle. Um, I think Cardi B just had another trajectory. And Cardi B had the, she always was going to do more and she knew that she was going to get there. So I don't, she didn't stay on the show long enough for it to tarnish her career. But memorable enough yeah. during the reunions and was I always think, trying. What was the reason? What is the reason though? What is the reason? What is the reason? That's my favorite. I love yelling. And so that is like, what is the reason? Oh my God. If we get stuck in traffic, that's what my partner yells. <laughs> the whole time. Um, and then the next person is Carlos King. He was the producer of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
Um, I think that he came in, I want to say he came in as season five or six, but as he changed the dynamic of what the Real Housewives of Atlanta was. So these were women who kind of knew each other behind the gates. They kind of had this configuration that kind of worked. He started this whole plug and play formula and we brought in Kenya and we brought in Portia and the show has never been the same since. He's able to pull out the drama. He's able to see who's a star, who's not a star, what's going to work, what's not going to work. He actually did a show, and this is why there was the big breakout um, with Phaedra Mm -hmm. and why there were so many questions at the end of that season where Phaedra, you know, said that she was the one who told Portia all of those things because Carlos King told Portia all of those, I mean, told Phaedra all of those things, and Phaedra told Portia. And that's why they both were gone from the show. So, so Candy's King like, you can't come back. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Carlos King was also, he was having problems with the Bur- Tucker Burrs because he was working on a show with um, Todd Tucker on TV One, which during the season, he had to keep traveling out to California because they were doing R&B divas. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's all intertwined. So Carlos King, he knows a star. He knows what to do. He knows how to put you on camera. He knows when you're going to make him when you're not. And he knows how to exploit in, in, in an entertaining way. The Real Housewives of Atlanta was never the same. And mm-hmm. the, just it was just gold. And you can tell when he left. Because now it's like, Nene, put, please pick your screen back up. We can't see you. <laughs> so maybe Nene only respected Carlos as a producer. And so. I don't know. I think during those years, though, also she was. She left. Nene Leakes. She was, oh, yeah. you know, she was doing her other thing. So the plug and play formula, it worked more with Kenya because it was easy to get her to do and be a part of things that um, she didn't want to do and joining the lunches. And now we have people trying to create and configure friendships. Nene didn't need any of that because she felt like she was above all of that. Mm-hmm. Now that this configuration is what it is now, I think that that's why it's so difficult for Nene to put herself back in because this isn't a friendship group. Like we're not a, this isn't a sisterhood. This is a, you are are interesting. You're interesting. You're interesting. You're interesting. And when the show first started, it was, we know each other. Now the show is, uh, this is my friend. And I talk to her when we're filming. Exactly. I'm really close to her. And it shows and it shows and we can't even get them all to go on a trip to it. I feel like we need Carlos King to be on this podcast with us, us busy and tell us um, that we're stars and that we, he sees things in us. I will say this. I love Carlos King. I admire and watch him and Mona Scott Young. Now I don't want to produce the type of shows, but I see their eye. Um, he also did um, a show that was on Netflix, um, Hollywood, uh, styling um, Hollywood, um, where the hu- the other husband should not have been on that show, but that's a whole another story for a whole another day. Um, like he he just gets it. I I think he's he's sought after. I don't know because reality is kind of look it, it's uh, yeah kind of like the Barneys of the world. Like we're like we're we have them. We know that their kid shows are here already. Like you can go watch those on other shows. People are looking yep. for something else. Um, I every time I tweet him, he either likes it or retweets. Ooh. It never has been a time that he has not responded. Now I already have a relationship, but I feel like he has a little bit more money, mm-hmm. and we can make this work. So I will, you know, let's we'll, we'll try to tweet a little bit more often, slide in DMs. I feel like it'll go to the other uh, uh, DM page because he doesn't yeah. know me. 
But we'll, we'll see. We'll, see. <laughs> well uh, I just looked him up because I wanted to see what he looks like. So I'm on my other screen. That's why I'm turned to the side. And yeah, I mean, he's young. Yeah. Well, uh, he's four. I have to say that because we're like the same age. <laughs> um, but he's so young. He's just so young. Oh like, like his career is just starting. Yes. How does he have all this by 40? That's like a baby. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like this is the kind of school I wish I went to, Busy Blue School. Like everything you just taught me I was so interested in. Like I lean in when I'm interested. And uh, all of that was the schooling that I really needed. Yeah, because... a lot of people teach the surface and they just mm -hmm. want you to get the answer. I want you to understand why this is the answer. Um, and then we can move forward. Okay, you teach a man to fish, or you give a man fish and he'll be fed for a day, but you teach mm -hmm. a man to fish, mm -hmm. he'll be fed for a lifetime. And I'm here to say, you know, we don't even eat fish, okay? <laughs> there is a fish, there, there, there is a market of beef and all types of other pescatarian meals over here that we could just get without ever getting wet. And that's <laughs> the school that I have. Yes. And I like that school. Shout out to Nana who has joined the house. Busy blue. Nana says Nana's in the house. You two are doing too well together. Slow it down. Nana's threatened. Hashtag Nana's threatened. She's feeling it. She's feeling it. Nana, um, this is what it looks like when someone is taking your spot. Okay. Oh! It's all my donkey con. And I, can't, I can't help it. You know, I, I've watched you. I've admired you for years. <laughs> and I, 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 I just feel grateful to be in this position right now. <laughs> this and is I the know, 2020 feud we're gonna make happen, Nana and Busy going Blue. You're so proud of me, <laughs> watching from the sidelines. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I cannot Love wait to hop on tomorrow with Nana and she'll be like, You guys are really good together. You're really good. You're real. I maybe I just shouldn't, you know. And we'll no, have Nana, to we need you. No, she's just joking. Um, but we do like to give Nana shit. So thank you, Nalani, for the super chat. Um, Nalani said, Remember when Riley did the Dougie in the intro? Did she oh, do no, the it Dougie? It wasn't the Dougie, it was the um uh the jerk. It was jerk. It was the, okay. uh, uh, when she was a little girl, that's when Candy she had red was. hair, and for some reason she thought because she had she had it one season that now it's her staple, and she then she just kept having red hair. Yes, and God, she's over that face. She did. Uh, Nana also saying a, a busy blue love you, and I'm so proud of you. Dang Nana, what'd you raise them? <laughs> you have when you lift me up. Okay, I I've been waiting for this moment. First of all, I want to thank Nana, and maybe God, maybe maybe God. I'm going to spit out my recording. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so back, back to it. Carlos yes. King said that season four was the most epic season. Uh, he said that everyone brought it. And I don't know if he means that everyone brought it by just production said we are going to exploit the out of Ashley's life and husband. But it was an amazing season. It was very epic. Yes. It, it deserves so. Let me tell all y'all, right? Well, maybe not y'all because I'm preaching to the choir. But you are the ones that I have to look at for now. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something right now. Yes. They deserve so many more views and ratings. And this should have been top-notch news. There's no reason why Michael's going on the Fox 5 to try to clear his name when he should be on a Today Show. Right? Because this was, this was top-notch <laughs> entertainment and television. This was something to write home about, okay? This the, the season was so juicy. My mouth was what It's so juicy. <laughs> It was so juicy. And the disrespect y'all put on these people, everybody's going to help. 
Yep. I mean, he was a predator that deserved a bigger market to fake apologize for his predatory behavior. <laughs> and his wife deserved an Oscar for that, for the way she carried that role. Mm-hmm. Oh. She deserves an Oscar. Right, right, right. And speaking of which, I did go back after our conversation yesterday and watch episode two, um, just like you said, in season three, where Karen has her, um, uh, you know, everyone gets paper and a pencil and yeah. she um, and the, and the waiter sitting there. And then Michael, her friend is there and they're like, I thought that was your lawyer. Like, I, it was just. No, he's my everything I've known him for years. <laughs> and, years. Are you the white guy? Oh. No, he's, he's my everything. I love how nobody wants to fuck with him throughout the whole series. Like if, if she's going to send, like we'll, we'll see it in these episodes. I'm going to send Michael out. Oh, no, thank you. No, thanks. No, I don't want anything to do with that. No, thank you. Uh, then I'll, I'll just take the cookies home. Uh, it's just, he's just so weird. Why are you here? What do you do? No, I've known him for years, for years and years and years. I've known him forever. First of all, Karen, you are giving me Crips Keeper vibes. And this man, he's a little bit older, but it's still youthful. Still Where did youthful. they meet? Where did they meet? He worked for her or what? This is from, this is what I heard. This is just some tea. Okay, I like the tea. He was a fan who continuously helped in promoting and pushing her on a, on, in a positive light on Twitter and on Instagram. Okay. And she she's fraternizing with the hell. And wow. that's how they became. That, now, that's what I heard. I'm not sure the veracity of the statement. And you guys don't take anything I say as fact. Um, but that's what I heard. And that, now he's around for all of these years. For all of these years? It's weird because he reminds me a lot of Teresa Judice in um, Jersey of her lawyer that's always with her now and um, the one that is just like a yes man to her. Um, And I love how it's okay for Karen, if this is true, that it is like a fan, someone for her to do this. But heaven forbid Monique pay people to run a fan page that's going to do this about Robin. Well, that's, see, that's, those are Robin issues. Oh, she got a fan page, Robin. Those are just Robin issues. Karen doesn't care. But Karen... <laughs> Who is this? Like, I thought this was your lawyer. This not your. Li- no, I never said he was a lawyer. What is he doing? Can you get us some drinks? Oh, he, he gets the drinks too. Uh, he just he just did everything. And here you are, Giselle. You here you are. You're bringing. You're biting the shade room. Biting the shade room. I didn't invite the. I don't know the shade room. Isn't this the shade room right here? No. If you would have showed, I'll retweet. Do you know how Twitter works, Karen? Um, I do tweet occasionally. <laughs> No, Michael's tweeting for her because she does not understand. She literally thought the shade she room was there. You see how they brought in. <laughs> Everything was just so great. Oh, <laughs> best episode. I'm telling you guys, watch it and you can watch it. Oh, I don't even watch the whole episode. Who cares about the rest of the stuff? I yeah. only watch when she comes out in that camouflage jumpsuit oh. and is ready. I kind of, though, I really liked, I like Karen in the red jumpsuit, and I like Karen in the camouflage jumpsuit. I think Karen's body is made for a jumpsuit, and I know she gets a lot of, like, hate on her jumpsuit game, but I'm here for it. I can't help it. I need her to wear, I'm done with the jumpsuits and that uh, (laughs) car that she rented for the first episode that we never saw again. Ooh, the $100,000, what was that, a, a Jaguar or something? Whatever it was, she gave it back, just like they did that house. (laughs) Um, So getting into season uh, four, episode one. Yes, quick shout out to Bonnie for the super chat. uh, Come on, Bonnie. Oh, so we had uh, Nalani. Yep, we had Nalani. And then we had Bonnie. We had Bonnie, yep. And um, Kim heard the same busy about Michael. So I think this is the truth. We all can't be wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, Nana says, 92 and muggy in Minnesota. She always gives us a Minnesota update. Talk about the weather. Us old people love that shit. Yes, you do, Nana. Yes, you do. Oh, talking about oh, talking about the weather or 92 and muggy. Yeah, not, they love talking about the weather. And right oh, okay. now, I said 92 and muggy is ridiculous. But the weather, I love talking about the weather. I have the most amazing garden. Oh my god, if you guys can see <laughs> you do? Guess. Yes. Julie, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you photos of it. Because Nana has the most amazing garden too. I know you. She can't have the most amazing garden too because mine is the most amazing. (laughs) She has a good. She has a nice garden as well. (laughs) Oh, this is the feud of the century. Now we got the garden feud. I love this. It's hard out here. My gladiolus is getting uh, standing up taller than yours. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We are going to have to hit uh, maybe the Instagram and hit and and give shout outs to both gardens. But um, sorry I interrupted you, uh, Busy. You were going to get into episode one of season four. So I am just pulling it up here. I'm just going to read the little description because that's what I do before all the episodes. And then you can hit us with those Busy Blue notes you have. So episode one, according to bravotv.com, title is That's the Way the Cookie Crumbles. Giselle attempts to rekindle her friendship with Karen. I feel like Giselle when she was reading her own book. Okay, let's try this again. Oh, yeah, she's I, a ghost reader. I need a ghost reader. Giselle attempts to rekindle her friendship with Karen by delivering her homemade treats, but it is stocked by what? But is stocked, shocked, not stocked. She's not stocked. She's shocked. I am freaking. Girl, did you have one of these too? <laughs> I told her that I had one of these when we first started. Say, girl, be it's careful. Too, it's too many LaCroix. LaCroix. Okay. <laughs> um, but. It is shocked. She's shocked by what greets her at the door. I think I'm drunk. Recovering from their miscarriage, Ashley and Michael are back in full baby making mode. Um, Meanwhile, Robin takes her romantic relationship with Juan to a new level of, uh, of, of, I think they said they did like bunnies. And her wedding only days away, Candace reveals that she's invited her half-brother to the nuptials, causing her mother to launch a verbal attack that threatens to derail the festivities. Busy Blue, what do you got? So um, we can skip over a lot of people like Juan and Robin. Uh, They've been doing it like uh, rabbits, so they say, for the third season in a row. Um, So no new updates there. (laughs) <laughs> um, just just know that she's still living in an apartment. Why still not married to her? They're still trying to figure it out. Boom. Uh, season three through or season two through four. It's a wrap. Uh, so that was Robin. <laughs> uh, we have the Darbies. Now this is an interesting um, first couple of episodes because they do they're very flashback heavy. They're letting us know from the beginning of this season we got some tea. We have some information for you, Inspector Gadget, okay? This message will self-destruct. <laughs> okay, they are ready to give us everything that we need. So um, all throughout the Darby's, having Ashley Darby and her husband uh, or part like partner, uh, Michael Darby, uh, they've gone through a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's trying to uh, rekindle the love and get closer with him. She's changed her meal regimens and she's, doing whatever, you know, the Chinese doctor, monks, or whoever uh, told her to do yoga. Um, and she's trying to be with child now. But until then, and as they're trying, she's going to sit on the lap of that man. You know what? And I'm not even joking, Jolene. Oh. 
look, if if I'm trying to get to the bag, if if life really got me down, and Michael, I had to sit on Michael Darby's lap. Oh my gosh! Look, would you? I, you have to do it. I just, no. I, you know, I would say, look, okay, this is because she put a blindfold over him, and then we still had to watch the nastiness. Like, you should have hey. put the blindfold over her. Like, nah. much, here's a plastic bag. Like, let's try something different. Let's go crazy. Uh, here's a paper bag. Oh, put a mask on. I really like when you look like Frankenstein. Oh, I'm gonna make out with that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna kink it up, but I'll have to do what I have to do, okay, to secure oh. this bag. I had to tell my mom to get out of her house last season. The least, you know, I, I'm trying to secure some type of funding. I, I had to extend the whole uh, prenup. Like, I'm running out of options. At this point, I'm going to slice up some strawberries and go to work. Okay? It was too early. It was breakfast. He had morning breath. They are cutting the strawberries. The whipped cream is falling off her boob onto his, you know, man chest and he uh, just was like opened his eyes and was like one oh sorry i mean ashley unfortunately oh. is here it was it's creepy they're it sexual is, but that, bank account, that bank account is not i haven't now they've had a lot of issues but none of them have dealt with the funds okay so uh, i guess you're right i guess you're you know, right i want to just pick that strawberry back up here try again try again you know <laughs> do, do whatever you need to do we are trying to get you the bag it's hard times out here Okay, I'm trying to sing We Are the World with the rest of those people. Um, so that's what they are. And throughout that time, they're also foreshadowing that there has been allegations or some type of um situation that has had, that has um dealt with Michael and some type of misconduct. Uh after that, we get to Monique. I am not a fan of, and we had this conversation um, here. So my uh, friends and family, they all they're doing a rewatch with me. They are. Um, yeah, I'm for. Well, I'm forcing most of them to. No, <laughs> we we all like it. I'm not even gonna say I'm forcing anyone to. We all really truly do like it and enjoy it. Um, I'm That's not awesome. sure if Tay Debate likes it, but this is the this is our um positive and genuine time together. So enjoy. Tay Debate knows a lot about it though. So even if Tay Debate doesn't like it, he is bringing in facts, commentary. Like I love it. You know what? A, as much as I give him grief and I still will for the rest of his life. Um, he's not that bad. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, so after that we have Chris and Monique. I am not a fan of People being with child for several seasons in a row. I don't know if we have to create a clause. If we have to, this sounds really bad, y'all. I'm so sorry. Um, but I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Monique was uh, pregnant the season before. Now we're going to be president. If I'm just watching her and Eva Marcel have babies, get off the show. Well, that's get all Eva has show. done. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I felt I felt okay with Eva because like okay I know she needs to get into you know witness protection or as a promoter so if this is the money she needs to scrounge up in order to get there you know girl then have the baby but don't show the people the house but Monique is in this man this is not which you're not showing me anything this is not rich and fabulous and you're sitting here with child on that workout but I got one of those right here in this closet I will take it out <laughs> and do the rest of the show here I need something that I'm not I'm not getting. Yes. She doesn't, she's not giving, she reminded me of my cousin Evelyn. She was just so regular. <laughs> get the ball out, y'all get the, um, um, get the Legos. Oh, I can't, oh, this is uh, baby number two. Like, it was just like, uh, is this TLC? <laughs> I just, I just could not do, 
I'm just not a fan of, and I want, I know there's a specific time and I'm not a woman, there's women's issues and the timing and all of that, but did get a, do what Kenya did and, you know, remove yourself from the show. Cause I would never say she was fired or, um, reprimanded for that. Um, do like Kenya did take some time away from the show, you know, and have a healthy pregnancy a successful pregnancy. Then come back if you think you're ready again, or if you want to have more children. <laughs> We'll follow you in Us Weekly. I need <laughs> drama. I need youthfulness. Or maybe plan it out like some housewives have done. And I know that's, you know, it's hard. But I feel like when you have that kind of money, you are planning out a lot of stuff. And you do have that luxury for tests and shit to know when you're going to get pregnant. I just see so Ashley pregnant one time. Right? And she has a baby. And I think, like, for our housewives, obviously have all the kids you want. Um, and don't lose your job over it. Definitely not. But if your whole storyline is just making babies, it's not necessarily, like you said, suited for Bravo. It's more of a TLC thing. Yeah. Right. I, I don't need Kate, um, Kate plus eight. I am trying to watch <laughs> drama. And then what frustrated me throughout this episode is Monique kept saying, oh, I'm going to stay home because now I don't have a reason to go to this party or out yeah. to that outing and to yeah. this thing. Uh, thank God they forced her to go um, to New Orleans because like she would never have done anything. They're meeting with her at the, oh, I'm jumping ahead. Just, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not fun to watch. Eva, yeah. she had no storyline. She's changing people's names and then they're changing it back. And it's just like, none Eating of this ice. is interesting. Eating ice. 24-7, 24-7. I've never I seen I know a lot of uh, uh, um, anemic Virgos who just do that at, <laughs> right at, at my house downstairs. Like, I don't need any of this. It's not interesting. And you can't truly interact with this friendship circle, which is what I am most concerned and tuning in for. I yes. love the rich and fabulous life. I want them to interact with each. I want to see them interacting with each other and then yes. have that bleeds into their personal lives. Mm -hmm. You just eating ice, sitting on the workout ball, talking yeah. about, oh, well, are we going to plan a birthday? That's enough for me. That, that, me because I want you to plan a birthday party, but someone, but you're like, oh, I should invite this person because I just went out to dinner with them and they may ruin the party. Like, I want that type of dynamic. This, yeah. just, I just, I, 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 I'm not going to say I love money. She's cool and all and everything, but she lives in an amusement park and we are paying her to have a baby. <laughs> it's true. It's true though. So I just couldn't. So she's here. She's with her husband. They're talking about baby number three. Mm -hmm. um, um, she wants to be an entrepreneur though. She doesn't want to just be a stay at home mom. Like um, her uh, husband wants her to. She also is deciding that, you know what? She was wrong last season. Mm -hmm. And well, let me say she Chris told her <laughs> I was put in a compromising situation. I go to that gym every day. Okay. Planet Fitness is only a dollar. They don't know how rich I am. <laughs> and here you go telling this man business. And now you make it awkward for me to go to that gym. Now I gotta go out here to Bally's um or LA Fitness, and that's like $60. You need to apologize to Giselle or you need to apologize to Sherman. Because I don't want to, I can't pay this no more. Isn't and that so funny? Out with them. That the house, that the housewives' husbands, they are just so like these housewives. If you are in a fight and you go to Planet Fitness, I go to Planet Fitness. We're both still going to Planet Fitness. We are on the treadmills next to each other, just mean mugging the shit out of each other. But the husbands are like, no, no, you're not going to make this uncomfortable for me. I need to you be able what? to. I've work gone out. in a situation like that, so this is true. This is like a real life story. So it was one of my ex girlfriends. Brother, y'all don't know him, but I, but um. That's none of y'all business. <laughs> um, 
So you're being um, like Karen now. It's none of your business. I'm gonna tell you it's none of your business. Um, come and see you. Um, but I had an ex girlfriend, and I went out with. Um, she was in law school, so she had a close friend in law school with her. Well, me and the guy, we were not in law school, and we were like, oh, so we got to find stuff to do while they're doing their studies or whatever. So we kept going out to the club. So it was one time I went out to the club with someone else, and I saw him there with someone else. Ooh. And I was like, ooh, scandalous. Okay, you can't show me that. <laughs> so then I call my, I tell my girlfriend when I get home, and I'm like, yo, so I got to figure out what's going on. But I did see um, such and such with somebody else, and you know, it did make me feel comfortable because we're always around them, this and that. So let me figure out what's going on. She didn't wait that for me to figure out anything. The next day, he called, he texted me, it was like, yo, I can't believe you, bro. I thought we was cool, this and that. We uh, None of us ever hung out again. Uh, and yeah. I was telling her, you cannot just go around. I said I was going to handle it or figure it out because it was just real chill. I could have just been, my figuring it out would have been, oh, who was that? Like, I don't need to be in their business. I don't know what they have going on over there. Will and Jada and August Alcina have let us know. We don't know what's going on <laughs> in people's lives. All I wanted to know was, who was that? And that would have been my questioning. And I would have come back to her and said, okay, uh, uh, things are fine. We don't have to worry about it. No. No, you can't. It's, oh, no. You said I was cheating and this and that. And it just went south. Now, there was no recovery in that situation. And that's all. why my husband doesn't tell me anything about that. He doesn't get involved at all because he knows that I will be like, hey, yeah, I don't know if this is right, but maybe possibly something might have happened. Uh, you better call another friend. And then who wasn't there, even though she's irrelevant to the situation, just so we have something to talk about. So I get it. I get why she did that. <laughs> Because it is very much so frustrating. (laughs) And that's when I realized I'm not telling anyone anyone else's business if I see anyone doing anything. Mm -hmm. I live for the drama, so I'm gonna eat it up. But now I know that I can't share this popcorn with anyone else. This this exactly. Mm -hmm. Um (laughs) so he let her know you you need to apologize to Sherman and you need to apologize to Giselle. And I already told Sherman that when you see him, you're going to apologize to him. That's what he said. That is what he said. Mm-hmm. So going from there, we go to oh, we already did Ron and Wapper for the episode. Giselle. I love Giselle with her daughters. I'm not sure how many of you all like Giselle with her daughters. They Angel reads her. I don't know what happened to that twin. And if she felt like she was upset that she didn't come out first or second, Angel let her know, I don't like those pants. I don't like what you're doing. I don't like what you're wearing. You look like crap. Mm-hmm. And she just lets her have it. Um, adore. I guess she's living up to the name. And she's just so sweet. She's just, I, I just love everything about her daughter. I can never remember the oldest daughter's name. Um, but but she you could tell that they're just a, such a good, nice family together. And I love the relationship she has with them. I don't know if it's a more friendly relationship than a parent relationship, but that's none of my business. I don't have kids. Um, so we started <laughs> off with her talking about how she's excited because Sherman is taking her to the wedding. They fixed their relationship from last um, year, and he was able to get over the stuff that Monique did to him, because she Mm -hmm. did do that to him, her, and Sharice, who's no longer with us. (laughs) Um, So they're they're working on it, they're going to therapy, and now she's excited. And the girls are excited, too. They really like Sherman, um, Mm -hmm. and they like Giselle being in a relationship. Uh, So, on to Giselle saying, you know what, I think it's important for me to give a peace offering and to show how much I care about my friend, Karen, my friend of me, Karen. So mm-hmm. she wants to make her some cookies. 
Um, she's talking to her daughters about the process. You know, I made her upset. Her, Angel let her know, well, girl, you need to shut up. Okay, stop saying those jokes that are not funny to her. Uh, but overall, she gets everyone's um, help in making the cookies so she can bring it over to Karen. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Karen said, Giselle can never do anything to make me happy, okay? <laughs> she is going around that model home and acting like she lives there. Matt comes in with those rainbow flip-flops looking a tanky mess. Um, <clears throat> it, just, it, was, it was just a mess. It, it was just... Everything about Matt is a mess, which is why no one wants to be with him. And then everything about yeah. Karen in this model home looks a mess. So she's going through um, and she's talking to Matt like, oh, yes, everything. He's like, oh, I saw the billboard. You know, where is it? <sighs> Girl, if you saw it. I know where it is. Then you should know where it is. But yes, it's a cigarette ad in New York's God, Times Square. Coming uh, soon. It's it coming soon. That's coming soon. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, the, uh, I, I, can't, I just can't. So Giselle calls, and I don't go anywhere where I am not wanted, so she has better guts than me. Mm -hmm. But Giselle drives from yeah. Maryland to Great Falls, Virginia. I don't and know how far that is. Is that far? It's probably like a 30 to 40-minute drive, and, you know, like L.A. traffic, D.C. Yep. traffic, so probably about an hour and a half. Um, and she finally gets where you can drive freely, and she's like, oh, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Kara said, well, what are you doing over here? <laughs> you know, we're grieving over here. Well, I just wanted to come by, and uh, it's a very sensitive time. For, first of all, I didn't see nobody grieving up in the house, okay, but it's a very sensitive time. I'm sure you understand. Or what, did Matt bring the grief? Because where where are these people? Um, so she was like, oh, no. Giselle's like, well, my daughters made these cookies. Like, I have to bring I mean, they didn't wash their hands. But my daughters made these cookies. Like, I have to drop them off. They'll be upset. Oh, well, I'll sit out bad for you. I would have been upset as well. First of all, you're telling me I can't come in, but that man I just met uh, a couple of, uh, what, months ago? Can't come in the house? What is he doing? I don't want to see him at this door. No, send that man to the door and see what happened to him. I don't want to <laughs> see him. You come out here. And here comes Karen. It's just, just a, you understand. I would have been like, what is Matt doing here? But Giselle, she kept it classy in those ugly uh, pants, workout pants, you know. <laughs> um, and then the next storyline was Candace. Uh, this was one of the most important scenes of the episode. And I love everything about Candace and her mother's um, dynamic because it gives me something to break down, to understand, and to see and to view. So Candace is struggling because it's the end of the time period in which she's she's ready to have the wedding. Um, she sits down with her husband, Chris, and she's like, yo, this is getting serious. And he's like, well, we've been you know engaged for a minute and planning a wedding for a minute. I'm not mm -hmm. sure why right now it's serious, but that's because she's spoiled. So she's um, afraid about telling her mother that she wants to bring her brother. Yeah. So the mother was married to Candace's father. And in, while they were in college, they were high school sweethearts or young sweethearts. And as they were dating, he had a child outside of their relationship. I don't know what things the mother went through. She forgave him and they still got married. And then they had this brat. Um, and then what? I'm not sure what happened, but it, it just didn't work out again. Girl, I could have told you that before, Candace. But anyway, we got her now. Um, it didn't work out, so they got divorced again. So 
Now, Candace was primarily with her mother. The dad was around, but as we can see, when the mother was trying to give a hundred something, and the dad was like, I'm not giving nothing. She's trying to give me to do 50. I'm not doing that. There's no more money in the bank. Uh, Candace was primarily with the mother. Yeah. Um, and was uh, primarily raised with her, and then she got married, and that's where the family was. Mm-hmm. So now Candace has fostered a relationship with the brother. She learned about the brother from a letter that was in the dresser that Horrible. said, Dear Dad, or something like that. And she was like, I'm the only, I'm his only child. So who is this? And that's kind of how she learns about it. But it was one of those, we're going to push it under the rug, sweep it under the rug, not deal with it. And that's kind of what has happened. And Candace has now fostered, out of respect for her mother, she has decided to not bring it up as much as, as much because it's the dad who needs to bring up the son. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not the mom um, who needs to keep pushing because they're not together. Yeah. Um, so out of respect for her mother, she didn't continuously keep it up or push it up. But now she has fostered a relationship with him and she wants him to come to the wedding that her mother's paying for. Mm-hmm. So she's very nervous. She's very scared. She has a sit down with Karen. Um, I love their dynamic. I love how you know it's just fun they are. And Candace again. Oh, I should have brought a paper towel. I was oh, it was just there. Oh, you gotta do that. You gotta fold it. Get but it. But she's like, well, Candace, what? What's wrong? I just. I just. I'm going to get it out, Candace. I will say that makeup be staying still, though, okay? Maybe it's not me. It's Maybelline, okay? Yeah. So um, she tells her, she tells Karen, like, I'm I'm afraid to bring this up because I don't want to make my mama set, and I don't want her to feel like I'm not grateful for everything that she's done for me. I think I said in the last video, I think her mother is, like, candy in the realm of we're gonna be okay like he's hurt he's broken my heart i don't know what went down but she hasn't gotten over it and who's to say how long it should take her to do so um but she has definitely given candace everything she wants and more and candace started to feel like i don't want her to feel like i'm taking advantage of her i don't care about her feelings because of something that i want I have mixed emotions about this, but here we go. Candace decides she was going to tell her mother because Karen said, your mother will always love you. You should talk to her. And I was thinking, girl, are we talking about the same Dorothy? I know. But, <laughs> right. Tell your brother he'll come to the next one. Okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next one. <laughs> he'll come to the next one. <laughs> Vow renewal. Something like that. <laughs> so let's come to the reception. Yeah. Um. So... Dorothy's here and they're making breakfast and Dorothy's doing Ooh. her Dorothy. Oh, oh, you like your eggs hard like that? Mm, that's how you like to eat your eggs? Oh, okay. Well, I guess well, let's sit down and let's eat. She's doing her regular Dorothy. Doing her regular yep. Dorothy. I love everything about her. So oh, I'm the opposite. I'm like, she gives me anxiety. She makes me feel bad about myself, even though she's not talking about me. I can't imagine having a mom that everything you do from your eggs to your wedding dress, you're like, you want it that long? You like it that long? Is that what you oh, want? That's what I, 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 I hate it. it. I hate it. <laughs> well, it's, it's always in, it's always in relation to what she likes. So not even like you're wrong, yeah. but it's, oh, you like it that long? Oh, can I show you some of the ones that I was thinking about? Like, not even that you're wrong. It's just. If you saw what I liked, you would probably think another way. Oh, it just makes me want to do the Candace again. I, mean, I'm, we're I love it. 
I love, I am in love with, it's better than parents who are like, uh, yeah, 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 that looks nice and not looking your way. Uh, not that my parents are like that, mom, I love you. Um, <laughs> so Candace goes in, she's saying, you know, there's one thing we haven't talked about. I just want everybody to have a good time and have fun. And her mother's like, they, they sure will because we've done everything. We've, we've uh, crossed every T, we've dotted every I, we've made this, we've made this into an event that everyone will love. There's no reason why people won't love it because we put our heart and soul <laughs> into this. And Candace says, well, there's, there's one guest that I, I didn't tell you about it. I don't think you're going to be happy about uh -oh. oh, why wouldn't I be happy about it? <sighs> oh, for the podcast listeners, I'm doing the Candace tissue. Um, and there are tears <laughs> only in the corner of my eyes, so the rest of my makeup does not get smeared because there is eyeliner and eyeshadow <laughs> and a great contour on the nose. Right. Um, so, so you remember my dad? Uh, he had a child, and the mom said, "No, girl, no. <laughs> this is my business. Not yours. Do not say none of this stuff on here." And she let her know, "Well, I'm inviting my son. I'm inviting my brother." Mm -hmm. This, uh, we had a screaming match down to uh, downstairs about uh, our feelings about mm -hmm. this all. Overall, I'm not gonna say that the mom's right. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna say the mom's wrong. Y'all boo me, put it in the comments, give us a link, a click. <laughs> but Candace had all this time to say if she was talking to the brother, mm -hmm. uh, if she knew that the brother was coming, if she wanted to invite him. She had all this time. The mom is so dramatic. Don't come to me with last minute stuff because I'll freak out when the stuff isn't already isn't last minute. Mm -hmm. Now you're just making it worse. Wait until the last minute to say, "Oh, you know the wedding you paying for it." And my daddy said he don't got no more money for it, so you got to pay more <laughs> money for it. Um, I'm inviting his son. Uh, girl, first of all, this is our family. Okay, mm -hmm. he didn't even want to come or pay. It, it was, it was, it was very interesting to watch. And Candace knew that's why she was crying up and down, Potomac, DC, Arlington, because she knew. That what she was doing, she gonna get cussed out and hit with a purse. Yeah. And just it was, it was, it was an interesting scene. Mm -hmm. The mother was clearly mm -hmm. upset. She has not gotten over those things, and who's to say that she should? She has not gotten over the emotions that she had for Candace's father in that relationship. And I also yeah. think that she's done a lot for. It would be like Riley finally saying, "I'm now doing all this stuff with um my father," and I, I don't care what you say. Like, this is what I want to do. And can it be like, well, I have had you all this time. Girl, and now you want to say that you're going to do this because you want to, no, ma'am, Pam. I mean, Candace, I mean, Riley doesn't care. No, Riley doesn't care. I feel like, like, obviously, you and I, I differ in this um, area because I'm just like, okay, these two adults, I get, he stepped out. He had this other kid. She never really got over it, but she chose to stay for as long as she decided to stay. They should have worked it out. So it, Candace never had to be the middle person in this. And that's where parents fail their kids. It's like, that's grown up shit. 
And now Candace finding that as a kid and then trying to protect her mom that never allows her to process the fact that she has a sibling and now she wants that sibling in her life because guess what, mom, uh, uh, you know, Dorothy, I hope you live a long life, but most likely, you know, you will pass, you know, and Candace will still have a lot of life to live and she wants to know that brother and that side of her. So I totally can relate to Candace and it frustrates me to know and to see Dorothy always make it about her. Okay, your dude cheated. He had a baby. We got him move on.org. We eventually got to move on. And Candace has got to be the number one um, priority because she's she is. Daughter, but I feel like she's not necessarily when it comes to emotions, you can throw all the money you want at a kid. Mm-hmm. But if you're truly not there for them and empathetic and allow them to have feelings and you're constantly shutting them down, you're doing them a disservice. I'd be like, take your money back. This check bounce because I need your heart. And that's how I feel about Dorothy. She frustrates me. I, I can see that. Um, so again, I'm not saying if Dorothy's wrong or right. Yes, yes. Um, I definitely didn't grow up in that type of situation. Um, and my mom not paying for nothing over here. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I eloped because I did not want to do that to my parents. She so. is not paying for nothing. Over, no. I, it's not even an option. Okay, <laughs> she's not paying for anything over here. But I do. I can understand where she's because it's it's. Knowing that I, because I definitely didn't grow up with my father, mm-hmm. and now me meeting any sibling that I have was because either I met one of them through him randomly on one of the few times that I met him in my life, and then from Facebook or something, that sibling connected me to another sibling. Um, but my mom was not a part of it. She had no say. She didn't do whatever y'all. That's his family. That's his whatever. Whatever you. She wasn't bringing me over, driving me over to go see them and say play. Have play times with them. They weren't coming to barbecues. Um, they weren't coming to family functions. Like that's his family, and we're not together. So have him come and get you and with his kids and do all of that. I. Because I, I did have this emotion. Y'all go ahead and drag me. Y'all drag me. No, because no. I am that type of person where it's like, okay, now, girl, now we're not together. It's been, what, 15, 20 years. And uh, now you say now you're just now getting a relationship with him and you want to bring him to the wedding that your daddy not even paying for. But he should have had you had a relationship with him. Yeah, he he should have had you communicating with him. Y'all could have fostered that. This is not, it's all on me. Majority of the people who come in is my family because your daddy said he don't want to pay. He don't want to bring the people. He don't want to invite them. <laughs> I, you don't want these type of chairs. You don't want to have. You're the princess. You're the diva. You're the narcissist. And I'm doing all of this stuff. And now you're going to tell me on the day of my daughter's wedding two days before that now you you got a surprise visitor. Yeah. It's Girl, like. It's like I, I don't need extra. I don't want one plus ones having plus ones. And I don't need people coming to my barbecue. Uh, and the only thing that they're coming to do is get a play. I don't know you. I'm not sure what you're going to do at this wedding that I've spent a lot of money on for. I just, I just, I, I'm not saying she's right, but I, what I will say is, girl, he's coming where? You I mean, can understand. Not where? with my money. He not, girl, not, <laughs> not over here. Not the way you was talking about that piggy bank was paying for the, um, the, no, ma'am, Pam. He's coming. Where's he staying? Okay, because I pay for the house. I pay for the wedding. I pay for the reception. I pay for the dinner. I pay for the. Where is he going? That's the Girl. thing. You don't have any leg to stand on when your mom. She does not, for and that's why I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say that Dorothy's right, and she's not. She, she doesn't react in the best way. 
or manner, but she has emotions, she has feelings, and she's also paying for, now look, I love emotions and caring and love, now that I'm grown, dad don't pay, but I don't cry to a whole lot of people who say, well, we're going to send this to collections, girl, okay, I thought it would work, empathize with me, sympathize with me, I was Nobody crying, cares. Nobody think cares. about your mama, they don't care about that, okay, and then you pay for weddings in cash, Candace up or something, don't care about the text you're writing, girl, they're already written, Okay, that wedding is tomorrow. Well, however long it was, the mama said tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, but then what is tomorrow? Don't be trying to just put randomly say, Oh, yeah, I've been randomly talking to my brother and now he's coming to the wedding. Uh, and did your father purchase that part? Why did you hide it from me? You, we already been stressing up and down about tables, chairs, dresses, flowers. And now you want to say that with all the stuff that I already paid for that you didn't even let me have a say in that I wanted to have a say in. Now you just bring somebody else. And this majority of our family, your daddy don't even talk to him. Well, that's what Lady Di is saying. Just what I think you think, Busy, is um, maybe she knew it was going to be good for storyline, so she held it out. Yeah, well, look, she, 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 I know she got knocked in the head with a purse that day, too, because... <laughs> Don't you, how dare you bring that to me on the day of my daughter's wedding? That's why Miss Dorothy, she said, look, those tears are going to do nothing for me. Let me finish this wine that I paid for in this house that I paid for for you and your fiance and a future husband. The tears never do anything for Dorothy. Every time Candace cries, she's like, all right, yep, you're crying, melodramatic. Get those tears out. Okay, are we done yet? Um, Tay the Bay say says that um thank you let uh candace have the relationship with her brother now don't get me wrong candace is spoiled and needs to cut her mother off and needs to be cut off but dorothy is a little manipulative and stuff sometimes so, i don't yeah. think it's manipulative if i got all the power look the interest rate is going up and <laughs> you have no say <laughs> it's a variable interest rate. <laughs> that you've put her through this, this but that's all episode one i thought it was a good episode it set the tone for where we are in the season it set the tone for the darbies Um, And the touching allegations, Um, it set the tone for where uh, Karen and uh, Giselle are going to be for the rest of the season on Mm -hmm. who has boundaries and to whom and who doesn't. Um, It let us know that Monique is having a baby Mm -hmm. for the rest of the season. Every scene is going to be at the ultrasound place. (laughs) Um, And Robin said they're living a good life. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what's going on. Candace is going to be struggling. Mm-hmm. Now, being a wife and looking at what independence looks like in that realm. Yes, beautiful. We should have done probably two episodes because that right. was an hour. Because even Tay the Bay said, also, I love how this is still episode one. Because <laughs> it was so, you got you got to pull it apart. You got to pull it apart. This it's is straight to beef. It's always the first episode, really, because you're just diving into this new season, which ultimately becomes a new world that you're being Mm -hmm. introduced to. So your pilot is always what you spend more time on. Okay, so episode two now, you guys, we are moving on. Here comes the bride. Candace's big day is here, but instead of focusing on her soon-to-be husband, she's more nervous about her mother's unpredictable behavior, which, yeah, we think so. Uh, A buzzed Ashley tries her best to make amends with Karen and Monique. But her intentions are met with the cold shoulder. Meanwhile, an emotional Giselle makes her way to Candace's wedding. And after several down shots, ends up in a heated discussion with Monique. So, oh, so much to break down in this episode. Okay, so we have, I love that so a lot of franchises will stretch this wedding out way, 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 way far. Uh, Potomac was like, you know what? 
episode two. We're going to get right into the wedding. I know we've been talking about it. We've been dressed, you know, dress fitting, stuff like that. But some franchises, Vanderpump Rules, will stretch this thing out. Where, and I wanted to stretch. Yes, I was excited for her because she's young. Yes, and, and she so looks happy. at this as her only wedding. But that's the thing. This is where Bravo screws us. So Vanderpump rules. I don't know if you watch it, but uh, don't. No, I don't know what she rules. Don't waste your time right now. Um, the two horrible people, Jackson and Brittany, had a wedding, and they got all this time to just like have their wedding. It was at a castle, and it was boring AF. And I would much rather watch someone like Candace and Chris, who seem to have a very yes. interesting story. They were able to overcome so much because she's like, "This is not who I pictured for myself." This like white dude with like two baby mamas who are chris's friends i didn't we we just barely saw them yes and their family in their side or yes. anything we saw one other bald guy who was white and we're like i think he's with them okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it so i totally understand what you're saying plus candace's wedding was gorgeous classy all the good stuff people stayed got drunk like had a great time Brittany and Jax's wedding in a Kentucky castle tried to be fancy was not fancy they brought their own liquor in it was just a hot mess so First of all, this was on the National Mall for those who don't know what the National Mall that's where um, all of the uh, major museums are yes. um, it bleeds straight from the um, uh Congress and straight from Congress, you will see the Lincoln Monument, uh, the Washington Monument. And right after that, you'll see the reflection pool and the Lincoln Memorial. Um, but it's just, it, 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 it's 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 museum after museum, and it's a pretty penny. It's a pretty, that's why that brother could come. It's a lot of money to have a <laughs> wedding there. Her yes. friends were there. The mama's drama all on her own. Mm -hmm. Like it's just. I don't think this could have been a whole Cynthia and a sister, mama and a sister. Should we give them the marriage? Life? Like oh. I, this could have been something. And instead we're looking, we're wondering about where, whether or not Janelle, Giselle is going to be with uh, the raising that man. I just could not. Yeah. So Sherry, so right away we see Giselle, she's getting ready for the wedding. She's got lashes on. The worst thing is when you get your full lashes on, I don't get them very often, but you get a lash on or you just, you, you finish your eye makeup and then someone pulls some bullshit on you, which, Sherman, Sant, what's his name? Sherman. Well, he then he was like, I'm not, I'm not coming because of Monique. It's like, man up, nut up, like figure it out because you, you know, you you want to make. You said you wanted to make this commitment to Giselle. You're trying again. She's giving another chance. She doesn't give anyone another chance except for that ugly couch that's in her house. I do not understand why she has a four post bed in her. What is that thing? I don't know. It was the first one she ever had. Do you think that he did this on purpose? Mm, what do you mean? I was embarrassed on TV because of you, yeah. and now yeah. oh, yep. I don't. I actually don't think he ever was gonna come. He I think never that he wanted to get her back to being excited, and then two hours before he was gonna say, "I'm not coming to that." Yes, there is something about him that just came off very disingenuous. I almost wish she could just be with her friend, but I don't think her friend is into her like that. Um, <laughs> the one who's always with her and giving her good advice. I know, but I, that's what I meant. Like, he's not into her like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Or but, at all. but he's so but, cute. And I'm like, I think, that, I think that Sherman liked her. I truly think that they had something going. Mm -hmm. I think that the relationship that Sharice and Monique brought in with the ex-wife and then yes. because he didn't even like being in a magazine. That's and true. she was like, he got really weird about being in a magazine. Like I never, I didn't understand it. And then the season went on 
And now we have the ex-wife coming in, Monique talking about Rock Creek Park and getting the job done. And Sherman's like, look, I already didn't want to be in Essence magazine, and I was a small little thing. Now you got them telling the world that I was, you know, arrested or got in trouble for fellatio. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. And if you think that I have to be bigger than all of my business getting out, then yeah, I'll go to the wedding with you. And then you tell me how it feels. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So now Giselle is paying the price. She's got her lashes calling Robin. Robin's like, you're lying. And um everyone- she looked like she did she sounded like she didn't want to answer the phone. Hello? What's I know. Going on? Because she's going to be running two hours late. So she's like, hello, I just woke up. The uh, the wedding's in two hours. I can sleep another two hours. And then, because her and Juan rolled in. I mean, I've done that before. I identify with Robin and we'll see it more this season. I've missed flights. I have, but I, I'm not as bad as that, but I have had situations. Um, so I, I did show up, Chell and I did show up to a wedding after the vows on accident. Uh, time management is kind of like, okay, it's, it can be very difficult. And I always think I have a little more time. Plus I have anxiety that I never knew because I used to just drink really heavily before I went to like a, um, uh, like a social gathering. But I didn't realize, like, why do I need to get blackout before I go see my friends? And it was my anxiety. It wasn't until I got sober that I was like, oh, shit. That's why I would, like, literally like every guy I dated, he's like, how come before a good time of party you always have some kind of panic attack or something goes wrong? So maybe Robin's anxiety. I don't know what Robin has going on, but I can identify with her lateness. It's very annoying because the thing you hate about yourself is usually what you hate about other people. Um, But Robin's definitely on another level. Of being late, but her and Juan just, you know, strolled in. We're like, we miss it. It doesn't matter. At least we're together and having sex like bunnies. So that's all they really care about. Yeah, it, it's rude. It's straight up rude. Um, the travel stuff is rude when you're when you're with the group. It's something throughout my life I've had to work on because I never knew until I started dating Chell that he was like, you realize people when you are late. People think it's a, a, a sign of, uh, you don't think of it, but they think it's a sign of disrespect and you don't respect their time and their time's just as precious as yours. And I was like, shit, I never even thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I had anxiety and I would procrastinate and push everything to the last minute. So I was like, oh my God, I'm late, which would then give me some boost of adrenaline. It's really messed up. And I have been in therapy. So thank you guys. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, just like Giselle, I've been in therapy, not with that guy, but a different guy. So we get to see Candace's wedding, the vows, the vows, the vows. I was trying to piece together, and I still haven't fully pieced together all of the R&B songs and the lyrics and which belong to which. Yeah. But uh, they were the titles. They were titles. Okay, they were titles. Okay. Yeah, I'll write them out for you. The ones I didn't go. Okay. Oh, I wasn't invited. Uh, oh. Dorothy thought I was the brother. She took my name off the list. You know, it was a whole lot. Of, it was a drama. <laughs> Oh, uh, but, but I will write down the ones of the ones that I did here. I, I loved it. And so did Candace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, th- she did. They, they did get you know hated on by, I think, Giselle. But that was to come. But I think that that's Candace and Chris's dynamic is they're very funny with each other. And I can relate to that because I'm married to a comedian. I'm a comedian. So we are always doing that stuff or stuff to surprise each other. Like when we eloped and went to Vegas, uh, Chell said my awfully wedded wife instead of my lawfully wedded wife, because he really didn't know. He just laughed so hard about it. So I didn't, I don't take it that seriously, but I thought, but I was trying to picture like, I was just thinking, let's get, meet me at the altar. I wish he just would have sang that whole song in your white dress. I wish you would have done that. No, no. Uh, 
I don't even know where Jagged Edge is. Okay, they yeah. would have probably sued him for. They, I'm sure they need the funds. They would have like, oh, we need that one. They're trying to get in the studio with Candy. They're trying to get in the studio with Candy right now. Yeah, uh, cream. I just made that up. Peaches and cream. Oh, that's what. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what, that's what. Uh, but it is. It, I do get them too mixed up too. Okay, so. A Buzz Ashley. So Ashley is coming in. You know, she's coming in hot with a Freddy Krueger. And he is just like, where's Juan? Where's Juan? He finds Juan. It's so uncomfortable because we know what's to come of all this. And Ashley's not drinking, but she is drinking. And now she's taking shots. And then they're outside. I would take shots in forever. And Freddie's just like, hey, you need some water. And she's like, I had shots. Um, and it's uncomfortable. Then we have the situation with uh, Giselle and Monique. Monique now, because like like Busy said in episode one, Chris was like, you need to apologize. Planet, Planet Fitness has not been the same since. And I need to get my Planet Fitness on. So she goes up and she says, you know, try to talk to her. And Giselle, shut down, shut down. Because she's so hurt that mm -hmm. this she feels like this cost her relationship with Sherman but Sherman had issues before Monique brought this to the table it wasn't like Monique caused the problems in their relationship it's just that she put it on front street and that's pissing Giselle off so Giselle's kind of like shutting her down Chris Chris is very protective because they've had a miscarriage so he rolls over all big I love he's just always real big real sweating you know like those big ex-athletes because remember Sheree Williams husband he was all he was just literally I know the girls made fun of uh Sharice for looking like she got out of a thunderstorm when they did that soccer the ball soccer or whatever yeah. uh, but Sheree Whitfield's ex-husband I forget his name Bob Whitfield Bob, yes. Bob was always, Bob was just drenched. And I can relate to that too because I am a sweaty girl. So, oh my God, I thought it was the drugs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, Bob. No. I'm just saying that that now that season, he and oh. they could be sitting down watching like TV and he was like breaking out in the waterfalls. And he yeah. would, TLC said, don't go chasing them. And he was looking very heavily. <laughs> Um, so that's what, I, that's what I thought it was, and there was speculation that it was. I don't know you, Bob, like that. And I don't like you, Bob, because I don't like how you treat a charade. But that's no, right. mm -mm, mm -mm. once that was put out, and Kenya was like, "What?" Then I was like, "Bye, Bob." Uh, yeah, you're. You I do like Chris, though. I think he's very protective. He loves his wife. I like and Chris I too. Love the dynamic of because I didn't grow up. Well, I grew up with my mom's husband, mm -hmm. um, but just a man protecting their home, their family, yeah. and what's more important. It wasn't even disrespectful. It was just like, oh. hey, you know, let's let's go to our seats, mm -hmm. and it's time to go to our seats. He didn't uh, want his wife to get upset. I think that that's beautiful to have a dude because you don't want the house husbands like a Peter who gets too involved in the drama. It's fun. Okay, to watch. Right. Well, what's going on over here? Yeah, but then he'll exactly he wants to be a housewife, but Chris does want to be a housewife. Chris wants to go fishing, he wants to be able to have a 40th birthday that's fun, and his wife to have a healthy pregnancy. So he pulls her away and is like, No, excuse me, no. And then there's a little pushback from Giselle because she starts drinking, there's fireballs happening because you know she's sad, and then he's like, Nope, she's my wife. He was very nice, and they and they got uh pulled away. So Giselle starts partying with her cute little Cal, I think is her buddy. Um, who I I love it because I have a Cal in my life who I was in a relationship that was bad. And every day he was like, Jolene, wake up to yourself. He's like, one day we're going to have to play that Destiny's Child song for you. Uh, I forgot what song it is. It was like, girl, I can tell you've been crying and you need somebody to talk to because that was me just like faking the funk. So um, I love Cal. That's his name. 
he was helping out his friends so much and they were taking those shots. And then Ashley's like, well, she said, I'm sad. So shot time. And then her little arms start going and uh, Michael, you know, he's drinking and it just turns into it. But overall, it was like a beautiful day. Everyone got introduced to the brother um, and Dorothy was like, Shot. She just moved off screen. She's like, all right. Y'all don't want to see this face. No. Uh, But you know what? She didn't put up a big fight. Candace was walked down the aisle by her stepdad and her dad, like mostly her dad. And then her stepdad stepped in. I thought she did it very, a very classy way to do it to show that all these people have raised me. And then her mom at the end, who gives this woman. And so that was nice. down, Dorothy. (laughs) Even though Busy's rolling his eyes, she had to do it because again, you know, those checks have to I saw this wedding where there was a mother who, and I I was thinking for our Girl, please get off of four weddings and sit down. Mm-hmm. You've had a wedding, and I'm sorry it didn't work out. Two okay. of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then finally Giselle gets to that point where she's just liquid, just feeling smooth. You know when you're feeling smooth, you're not yet wanting to like be like, you know what? Whatever I just said, F that. It's over. She was just feeling smooth, so she actually went up to Monique and just tapped oh, her on the shoulder and was like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. Or I accept your apology and all that. Let's start over. And Monique's like, okay, that's great. You know, then she heads over to Karen and Karen's not ready. Karen is barely ready to be out in public after the loss of her parents and all this stuff. And, you know, she's just, she's not ready for Giselle because with Karen, it's like Giselle can apologize, but Karen's going to bring it up two months later and go, you know what? That teach that was low. You are low class. Um, so she tries and Karen's like, now you're drunk. It's not going to work. But Giselle says she misses Karen's friendship. I think she does. You know, we, we all have frenemies where it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I have not picked on them forever. And they have not picked on me now forever. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just, I haven't been able to go outside and my friend Jackie, I miss her so much mm-hmm. because I talk shit about her and she talks shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> and we could just go and do it for a long time. And if I do it at Teddy Bay, then like it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Now we're fighting. And it's like I just I just miss my frenemies so much. And I think that that's what Giselle misses and Karen. Karen, she's a lot, but I feel like she's a good friend. She's a fun time. Yes. And her being mad yes. at you is not is not especially because I came back back there backstage with you, mm-hmm. okay, and, and covered you and gave you cookies. Yeah, and there's nothing I can do to just uh, I it, it my man don't want me, you don't want me. What am I doing here? I when I've been broke, I know, and I think the OGs, you know, really had a moment um, over the past couple seasons where they realized, like, okay, they're bringing in new blood, and so we got to kind of stick together. And I think that made them closer because you would see, you know, they had a little, I mean, briefly, they had, you know, Sharice and then you had Robin, then you had Giselle um, and Karen, and they have their moments where they're all able to be on the same page. Cause they're like, okay, they're about to be calling us geriatric soon. So we got to, you know, at least be friends. So it's, it's just, you just never know where Karen and Giselle sit, which has just been the theme throughout the whole series anyway. Which is really great. I think that they, I think that they've acknowledged that there are going to be young people coming in. That's why I feel like, um, and and someone needs to rewind back to season one and show Karen why she needs to leave Dorothy's daughter alone, like she told Ashley. Um, because 
Um, she sees like uh, she's this mothering figure and caring for and helping um, um, uh, Candace when she's having these issues that she wants to talk to her mother. She's uh, so energetic and she's trying to figure out life. And she's like, oh, I think that me and Candace see each other. She looks at me as an older mother figure and she wants me to dress like her. I mean, my yes. brother looks like me and all of this. And Giselle and uh, um, Giselle will always be okay as long as Robin understands that, look, I need the money, so I have to stick with whatever Giselle's doing. Mm -hmm. Ashley is a, is a storyline on her own. She can have a show by herself because her husband is a mess. Um, Monique, I she's fading away for me slowly and surely. I Hopefully this she brings it this season. Mm -hmm. um, but she's... Uh, Monique needs someone. Like what Sharice was to her before, mm -hmm. she's she going to need that because at this moment, I don't even know who's Giselle definitely doesn't like her. Robin, uh, you or you made me, mommy. Um, she's not back <laughs> to fight with Candace. She could be friends with Ashley, but girl, how far can that take you? Um, and Karen, she loves the astute and richness of what um what Monique has, but I don't think as a person, Karen likes Monique. Um, so I'm not. I I, I think that if Monique don't get her her stuff together, this is gonna be her last. Season. Yeah, because you can't roll up on there with no allies. We saw that with Sheree Whitfield, even though she was the bone collector, when she just sided and rolled with Kim, it was like that was the beginning of her end again. Girl, goodbye. Goodbye and good night to you and Chateau Sheree. Yes. So that was basically the the gist of what happened. Candace do you think we should wait? Day. We do should you think wait? we should just do two like, episodes today? We are at, like almost at 11 o'clock. Yeah, it's up to you because I'm totally fine ending now, and then we could do. We could do one more episode, but then that means you'll have to do two episodes the next time. Look at us doing this right online. We could do it. Uh, we we can do the. We'll do one more episode. See where we're at then, and if we feel like it, we'll do the fourth. If not, we'll have something to look forward to. We'll have lots to look forward to. Our next uh, podcast. So yeah, uh, that was, it was good. It was good to see uh, Candace talk to her mom, you know, at the end, they had a dress change. She sang a song. I forgot about that. Very, I mean, holding on just like a, like a Whitney. I feel like her inspiration is Whitney Houston a lot. I was getting a lot of Whitney vibes off her, her style and technique and just, um, you know, that song for Chris, you know, and Chris is just sitting there like, cool. You know, I feel like this is Chris 24 seven. Awesome. Eggs cooking you know like he's just like that i'd rather take coffee and tea no disrespect candace you know i love you zam okay but the song it was giving me too much yodel <laughs> and i just i would rather take this um auto tune that ashley got oh. with coffee and oh. whatever then um when um it was just it was just very yodely what did you think about her dress um, it was, it was very Candace, like that kind of silvery, it was fun. It wouldn't have been my choice for, what would you, what would choice be? for her. It wouldn't have, I would have kept it still white, but short and fun. And I would have incorporated the things that she wanted to remember that first dress she showed uh, mm -hmm. or she tried on that. Her mom was like, looks like you can get it at Walmart. And you're like, Dorothy, you have never been to Walmart because no, that Miley Cyrus has a collection there. You don't know. They um, don't know where the dress is there. No, Dorothy. The 
detached she is, and I love every part. Yeah, of it. Dorothy, you're too rich. You don't know, but she had that beautiful kind of like halterish, and I feel like if they would have kind of maybe cut that up a little with a little flair, it would have looked really cute. But that dress looked not wedding enough for the big wedding she had. It was so beautiful. It just kind of looked like she was going to a fancy club. I actually loved her wedding dress. I so um, you know. So it, hopefully this, you know, partnership continues and we get married. So then I'm going to have my bridesmaids married. I thought you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> I hope this partnership because I'm like, yeah, me too. And that's oh, like, oh, hopefully no. you guys continue. Oh, let's, let's hope. Okay. Hey, Jolene, <laughs> get off. So hopefully our partnership continues. But if it, but if it does, then I'm going to have my bridesmaids wear wedding dresses. And I am in love with Poof and Tool. Yeah. So everyone is going to come in looking like Cinderella. I loved every part of just her dress made her the center of attention. Yes. And that's what she needed. If she would have come in with something slim fitting and tall at the bottom or something like it just, it wouldn't have made her the center and how big it was, the, the exaggeration of it all, her having to walk like this. It just made it. Now, I didn't like this whole thing that she had going, these bows, this shoestring things that she had. Girl, it's a no for me. But so I liked that. I was talking about her dress change that I didn't like, the silver. Oh, yeah, who cares about that one? I, okay, her main wedding dress, loved. I loved the bows. I loved really? the hair down. I loved when uh, Giselle showed up in a pantsuit with flowy arms. I, I Oh, it was, oh. oh, it was oh. beautiful. Her hair is never right, but the fashions. Yes. Sometimes her hair is really good. And then sometimes it's really wrong. I haven't seen it. And I don't want to give too much of a credit where she starts to look around and she sees this. <laughs> and thinks, oh, I'm doing better. <laughs> I've never seen good hair. <laughs> I want to stay on this trajectory. Karen's uh, um, confessions, though. Oof. God was doing it. Jesus was like, hold on, girl. Okay, she looks so perfect in her confessions. Okay? Jesus felt bad about that weather that she got when the wig was like this. Oh no, there'll be no wig flying this time. We got no. you. We'll be able to put it together. I just loved. It. I didn't like. I felt like these were just so random and. I loved it. Oh, a bow. It just was like cute, but I my favorite dress she tried on was that first one that made her cry that her mom said was from Walmart. I thought it fit her so perfectly. It went out. It had the tool underneath. Like it was just very, very princessy. It just didn't have lace. I like. What about the ones that I like? We're gonna try the ones that I like because I'm panking for it, girl. Take that dress up. I'm glad you've had fun playing dress up. Take that off. We've already selected the dress. <laughs> Poor Candace. Oh my gosh. So you done with season two? Yeah. Episode two? episode two. So let's move on to episode three. And that is entitled Hot Mike. Giselle goes to therapy to deal with her recent breakup, but a big revelation forces her to rekindle her friendship with a longtime foe. Karen is still keeping Giselle in timeout, but they might be able to renew their friendship with the help of some sage. Meanwhile, Robin and Juan work to ensure that their financial foundation remains on solid ground. Ashley remains hopeful about baby making with Michael, but her frequent drinking causes Candace to doubt her intentions. Busy Blue, what you got? First of all, I don't even like how they worded that um, because her frequent, she's, let's get into the episode. So we're, <laughs> we're episode three. We have, we open it up with Ashley. She's planning for her 
party for her uncle. Her uncle was the individual she talked to last season, and he was like, uh, I don't think that Michael's here for you. He just wants a trophy wife because Michael told her, I think you're going to be just as bad as a mother as your mother. Um, and Ashley didn't like that, so she called her uncle, who took care of her when her mother and her father left her. Yeah. Uh, and uh, said, hey, he said I'm going to be just the same. Uh, how dare he, you know, and I've been taking care of her. Um, and he said, oh, who cares about him? I, you know, he doesn't care about you. I don't know why this was smart because, girl, he don't, she don't got the funds, okay? And that, that kangaroo is not selling, okay? <laughs> you should have said, are we mics? Are you mics? Are you mics? Uh, he, you know, he's just going through a time. Because mm -hmm. I need a birthday party, okay? Um, so she uh, actually was saying that this time has made the family come a little bit closer. Michael was working out and doing something. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, flexing for the cameraman. That's what I think. Um, the mom comes in looking like a tornado. She's like, oh, what's going on? Ashley claims, you know, I have my tea, my lemon balm. I'm trying to do herbs and spices. We have a lemon here. Um, you know, Alaskan sea bass, the virgin. <laughs> Whatever. And the mom was like, just get some fried chicken. Da, da, da. I done got pregnant several times being drunk. Okay. So you should be able to do the same. So outside of that, they start eating. They start talking. They talk about the party that they're having that Michael's paying for. Mm -hmm. um, and then Michael comes out for his workout. The mom and Michael, they hug. Ashley cries because she hasn't seen him hug in a long time. I, I I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what think she's going through, so maybe this was emotional, but it's like, girl, get it together. He kicked your mom out, okay, girl? Um, so after that, you got Karen. She's buying tombstones for her parents. She's still grieving. Um, so now she's trying to make sure that they have what they want. This is not funny, but I thought it was funny to me, so y'all drag me. But he went over there. He was like, uh, we have this beautiful tombstone over here. It was made with minerals. And Karen was like, uh, now excuse me, did you not see the news? Uh, we want these uh, cardboard uh, tools. <laughs> but parents, she made it seem like very classic. They were very yeah. they were classic. They were like classic things were very original. Please, we, we want to just respect my parents' wishes. <laughs> let's, let's go with the, the cardboard one over here. I was like, Karen, you ain't for little body over here, girl. Get the classic. Okay, that thing was, that thing was so thin. It's going to fall right over. The mom would be a bury upside. Mm -hmm. um, but she is preparing um to uh create the tombstone and do something um nice for her parents um and she's realizing that ray is not too far away from her father who just passed and she's hoping that two uh, years yes yeah, she says she want another 30 with him so Girl, don't get me started so then after that we have giselle going to therapy in the jamaica restaurant every time they open that door it just seemed like there's gonna be jerk chicken somewhere it just it just gives me real jamaican restaurant teas Mm -hmm. Um, but she goes inside and he's saying, okay, so let's talk. I admittedly really did like the scene. Um, it also came on in real time in my life when I was going through therapy, but, uh, her disconnecting herself emotionally so quickly, um, causes a rip in how she interacts with people. And I think that that's why she's had tips with all of her friends very frequently because, once she sees something that she doesn't like, then it's like, I have to point it out, I have to say something, and I don't care if this ends it here. Mm -hmm. uh, and him pointing out that, I thought you guys liked each other, I thought things were going better, you said you really liked him, where did the emotion go? I think that that clicked for her that I didn't, I don't think about stuff like that. And I was very hopeful 
um, that this was going to be the beginning of her being able to do that work um, and show her daughters. Uh, well, that, that they've been telling her for a long time, so never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing the work and trying to be the person that she wants to be or she thought she was in the grandiose that she thought she was, it was just really good to see her in the academy of her therapist. And I, I, I'm a big supporter of therapy and everyone getting your mental health together. So yeah. it was just... It was just it was it was warm and fuzzy to see. Even though I feel like he works in a Jamaican food restaurant. <laughs> uh, just after that, we have Candace opening up gifts. She talks about Dorothy and Dose. She's out there. I, you know, now I'm Dor- Dorothy's gone into back to Atlanta, and now I get to spend time with my husband because it says you're supposed to do things with your husband. And she's she wants to have a conversation with Chris about this is the time for us to have our own home now. I think it's now time for you and me to get our own thing. And it's like, girl, who's who's paying? I, now, I love Candace Zow. That's my girl. She's my fave. But I think that the relationship that when Dorothy said, your brother not coming has made me even more furious of who's paying for this. Um, so that's that. Monique, she was sitting on another ball. Talk about kids. Next, we had Giselle. She's now doing the work uh, that the therapist started to do. So she realized that, you know, I'm cutting people off. I need to make sure that I'm going in my past and seeing how can I revisit some of these relationships and um, try to fix them or understand where my feelings are in relation to them. So she brings back our fave, Katie. Yes, Katie, coming through with yes. a scar. Oh, my God. It was, do I look Jewish today? <laughs> was I giving Jew? It was like giving Hebrew. Oh my God, I love everything about Katie. And Katie has not changed a bit. Okay, and that's what I love about it. Um, is that, that Giselle's practicing her real life with uh, someone who is truly living their truth in life. Katie's the best perfect person because she's not changing at all. Yep. And they eat, <laughs> they sit down. Katie has a new man. He ain't paying no bills, but neither is Katie. So uh, they're 27. All- 27. She said he's doing something, but it's not stuff around the house. Okay. So uh, Giselle's trying to just get in good with her, understand her, try to catch up with her and not being so judgy, judgy and taking what she says to heart, but just going in with being your friend and listening and supporting what um, is happening with her. After that, you have, so this is what we can talk about. Robin is channeling Sheree Whitfield. Um, she bought a property. Oh, yes. Yes. And just like what Dini said, well, what was over there when you went over there, Dini? Dirt and sticks <laughs> and grass. <laughs> sure. Was, was there no trespassing sign? No, there was not. I did not see. <laughs> oh, there should have been. There was not. A Chateau land and I changed in it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Robin is at uh, uh, the smaller version. If we have Disney World. She's at Disney Land. Just uh, Robin Land. Okay, mm-hmm. so this house is, is still in the same condition that it was then when she purchased it. Uh, they're behind on the timeline, and they owe an extra ten thousand dollars to make it work a little bit faster. Was it me or did I understand that uh, Juan don't pay no bills? Because she said, I think we're going to have to pay another $10,000. And Juan was like, oh, well, y'all still going to be able to fix this and get it uh, get it together because it's not coming out of my bank account. Okay. So y'all mm. still going to be able to do this and fix this up. So I 
I, I don't know if she was taking <laughs> tips specifically from Sheree, but they definitely had this whole, I'm going to build one house and three seasons uh, together. Uh, after that, we have Ashley and Candace. They have this interesting dynamic. I really wish they got together and really formed a... I scratch that. Um, they went out to eat at the restaurant. Now, they didn't have any problems with reservations because no one had one. Uh, Candace walked straight into Oz. No one was eating emu or kangaroo. Uh, and they sat down. And Ashley knew no one wanted that, so she brought out a cheese plate. Okay, this is our favorite. This is our appetizer cheese plate. Oh, how cute! Okay, so they had that. They talk about the wedding. Ashley says, "You know what? I, you know, I've decided I'm not drinking anymore because I'm trying to have a baby." Okay, so that's the that's the end of that, girl. So <laughs> they say it shortens it. I'm trying to change my body. I'm trying to change my life around. No more alcohol. For me, do you know what I'm saying? It's just I, I have to change my life. I, just, I have to. I have Ashley's to. just taking it back. Chugging, 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 chugging. Now it wasn't funny, but when um, Candace said, "Wait, well, are you having a baby? Are you having a Corona?" It was very clear what she was having, with no apologies. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's where the beginnings of Candace, which it, it frustrates me. You guys are gonna hear that in our, our other episodes. But this is the beginning of her understanding. Is she really meaning what she's saying as she drinks, but say she's not drinking? Um, after that, we go to Karen and Giselle. Karen says, you know what? I was able to get permission to allow her in two of the rooms. Um, the owner said that she could come through a couple of the parts of the house. Um, I had to make sure that she took off her shoes. Oh, I have a theory. Uh, what if Michael really owns the house? Girl, no. The way that he was asking, um, Ray, where do you live? And he was like, what do you mean where I live? I don't <laughs> think Ray is getting anything from Michael. Okay, the only person getting something from Michael, and that's my theory, is Juan. Y'all, no, y'all no, Michael. I mean um, her friend, Michael. The attorney uh, person. If it's- first of all, he could not even afford better shoes to come in. Not again. <laughs> that's a white gay. He definitely <laughs> come in a little bit better and harder than that. I don't think he lives on Foster. Did you see his haircut? Yeah, Girl. but maybe he comes from money, and he's like, "My parents have this extra house. Do you want to use it?" And she's like, "You're my best friend." Yeah, just so throw it out there. she's there in the just like Giselle's, or uh, well, we'll get to it. I think you know <laughs> you may be on to something, and Giselle pointed out where she actually is. So mm-hmm. Karen says, "You know what? I'm gonna bring her in, so I'm gonna sage the home." Karen trying to, she's trying to, she, hopefully she don't put the fire detectors off because she don't live there, she don't got the permit, or whatever. So she, you know, she's going around, and then Giselle comes in, she lets her know, "Hey, come on in." And she just sits her in the immediate room. Now, Giselle, just like me, I'm thinking, Karen, the way you was using uh, those speakers and the, uh, please come upstairs and pick out your outfit. Ain't no way you wouldn't say, uh, welcome to my humble abode. There ain't no way. Where's the champagne room? Ain't no way you would be showing us the whole house. But no, she only got per- permission for two rooms. So she showed her the living room. She showed her the kitchen. Giselle doing her investigative discovery. She's like, well, I'm just trying to see you. Oh, geez, that's why you're not invited, Giselle. This is what you're not invited. I'm just trying to, you know, sit in olive branch. So they sit down, and uh, Karen tells her she's still upset. Um, and they're not. She's not sure how long it's going to take them to get back where they were. She's grieving, and the way that Giselle acted last season was, what's the word she used? Deplorable. 
it was the it was deplorable. And she expected better from our friends and our family. She was really going through a lot. You know, just understand, just understand. Um, and Giselle saying, well, you know what? That's true. I And I understand. And I'm trying to come over and I'm trying to, you said to come over and talk to you. And Karen was like, well, what's going on with Sherman? Ooh. And Giselle said, well, you know, I don't think that that's the appropriate time to talk. Now you see who was going and hiding their confessions was, uh, um, Kara, because she said, "Well, we all know that they're not together because it's not it's not her that I saw him in sex um with." First of all, you need to have asked him why he didn't come to that wedding. You see, and hear people why he's shopping. Stop mm-hmm. him and say, "You are dead wrong." Now, I don't like the girl as much as you don't, but you should have at least waited a little yes. bit longer to know her. I don't appreciate that, Karen. You on my list. <laughs> So anyway, so that they're trying to get their friendship back together, but it's gonna take some time. It's coming. You you just gotta wait. It's, you know, coming to you. So Giselle says, you know what? There's like five cameras around us and producers. How about the way to build trust is to tell each other secrets? <laughs> tell me a secret, okay? Secrets. And then uh, I tell you a secret, and then we will keep each other's secret that everybody in the world is gonna see on national television, and nobody would know. Oh, my God. And so Giselle tells her that she uses Nair on her hoo-ha because waxing it gives her bumps, which I was like, oh, that's really weird because I use, well, I use Nair and it gives you bumps. So it was just yeah. like, really, just, it also, was, not a good know, secret, not a good secret. Well, you know, Giselle also used that she pooped when they did the sister circle the first season. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, I had to poop because I was using this laxative. What? Okay. Anyway, so then <laughs> I think I can't even remember what. Oh, Karen's secret was that. Um, bad. That was a bad yeah, secret. She doesn't like her boobs. It was very superficial. But you know, one step. Now they, I have to wear a bra, and sometimes they go under my armpits. Uh, okay. And I hate Ray seeing me like this, girl. Y'all, are, you know what age range she's in? A bit larger than yours. He's gonna see enough sag. Ray's like, my focus to see him. He's like, what? <laughs> Like, I don't know what Erica, whatever her person's name is, what her boobs look like, but Karen, you're just fine. <laughs> so after that, we have the 90s birthday party for Uncle Lump. Mm-hmm. So Michael Darby comes dressed as uh, a broke down Will Smith, um, <laughs> looking like Fresh Prince of Potomac. Uh, they meet each other. Ashley was nervous about him meeting, meeting Uncle Lump. And I feel the same sentiment. Look, let me tell you something. I'm going to do this um, thing for my wife because she has had a miscarriage. But don't talk to me because I know you're not on my side. You feel like I don't think that I love her, this and that. And you may be right. Who knows what's the clause in the uh, prenup? But I don't need you saying on national television, and this is your birthday, but don't come and talk to me. There's a fine Terry Crews over here, and I'm just going to go fill out his muscles. He's so, a rock. He's hard as a rock. <laughs> okay. So, Candace. She brought her, and I feel so bad for Chris. Like, read the room, Candace. He was not supposed to be there, like, it, like at all. He was not supposed to be there. So, she brings her husband. He he's stuck. Uh, Michael is frustrated. Why did you bring this white man? I'm waiting for Juan. Robin comes in looking like most girls want a man with a thing with like the first week. Uh, it, it was like it was. Just, so bad. And then Giselle comes in. She tells us that Katie's coming. They try to do this off-color joke. So is she going to pee on the carpet? Is she going to do that? Girl, you need to be worried about what your man is doing. Don't be worried about where Katie's going to pee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, go I'm ahead. Sorry. 
I was going to say, because at least that's not illegal. Okay, go ahead. Ashley's <laughs> grandmother come. Such a sentimental time. She sees her grandmother. Oh, oh, her other grandparent. Oh, and at the same. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Michael is in the corner with Terry Crews. Oh, oh, you must work out all. Oh, my God. Look at the muscle. Oh, my. Oh, and I'm a handsome man. You are very handsome. Oh, my. That thing is big and long. Oh, my God. I've never seen something so huge. Just all types of just angel. What was going on in that corner by the bar? And why was no one getting their drinks? And why would the camera ever leave that area? There was nothing more interesting going on than Michael and that guy. That was the best thing to do. That was so, the best thing to do. Because after it, the party gave his mic back, he was like, hey, I couldn't hear anything. They said, oh, no, we couldn't either. Oh, and he's like, probably good because I might have said some stuff. Says, and don't worry about it. We couldn't hear. We, we want you to be as comfortable as another cocktail. We want mm -hmm. you to be as comfortable mm -hmm. I, they don't need no cameras by him because this is when he comes up. So why do they pull the camera away so we can hear it? But I want to see him because you know he was touching. So whether it was the abs or the arms, hard as a rock, like this stuff needs to be shown. And if it was, then we'd have less of this back and forth from Ashley. Well, maybe we still have the same because she's very delusional. But put it right in front of you and be like, no, your dude is feeling up on people. I think that the... They did it in this way so that there's speculation around it because it's not it's not as fun if it's just like well you can see it and yeah. Ashley would be even more boring. You're right. Um, and because we know what's happening and we're we, all we have to wait till uh, another ten episodes more and there's background footage and they show it to us there. But so right now it's just more of a here's some sound bites and I don't know what Michael was touching but I know it was hard as a rock. I don't know what Michael was touching, but I know it was big and strong. I, I don't know what, he, and I think that that's more um, entertaining than if he was just to say, hey, touch my calf. Well, we need to start to get the excitement around it. We need to start to get the speculation around it because they were, I will say the production crew and team were, were, were here to take them down. I, I truly firmly believe that they were here to take them down. They were probably sick of his BS and him harassing them and being a dick about it um, or trying to grab the dick. But like, really, I there's just the the worst part of this scene for me was my, when Michael said he was an attractive guy. I'm like, Michael, what mirror do you have? You have money. That is and what, that's what's sexy. People's yes. bank accounts are the most sexy thing ever. I know his bank account is sexy. But that, but other than that, no, your personality isn't sexy. Your face, your I, mm -mm, you can ride all the bikes you want, but it cannot. It well, cannot. Jacob all the trace is a master or none. I gotta take you know to go with the man. I gotta get what I get. Look, if I'm <laughs> down on my out, do not be surprised if you see me with Michael. Just look the other way, judge me, judge me. I, it, I I'll slide a couple of dollars your way, but I'm I look. I had to do what I had to do. I'm not there yet. So Ashley, you discuss me, but it, I'm not, it's not beneath me. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's not beneath me. So this scene was just, it was just very hard to watch. Katie does come in. She does her Katie thing with Candace and her husband, but the crux of all of the, uh, uh, the, the final aspects of this um, episode were the four hour, four hours later. Ooh. 
there, Robin was narrating and they were drinking for a long time, going out, having fun. Michael's very aggressive and how dare you not bring uh, Juan around here with yes. me. I paid him hundreds of dollars for me to fill up on him and now I can't give him any money. Like it was, it was really ridiculous. They were having tons of fun. And then Robin heard yeah, I would suck his genital area. Now that, that it, it was different words and phrases used throughout the um, season, but we all knew what was being said and what was being talked about. Um, and that was the end of that. And no one wanted to bring it up, especially Robin, because we all know he was talking about Juan. Because I'm talking about Juan. But Everybody's talking about Juan. And half of us, if if Michael wasn't someone who touches people without consent and is a creep about it, very pretty about it, you know, I guess you're not supposed to say predator. I don't know. I got to get the understanding from Miranda, but a very uh, a creep about it. If he was just someone who got someone's consent, that'd be one thing. And I'd understand. Like, yes, Juan is an attractive man and maybe Michael's by and maybe all these things, but like in your truth and the audience would accept that if Ashley and Michael came out and were like, here's the deal. We have this understanding with our marriage. We'd all be like, yes, let's like housewives girl, get the bag and we are all standing for you. Here is a rainbow flag. Let's party, you know, but he wants to just, instead I find him so gross because he wants to harass these people without their consent and touch on them and do nasty shit. Um, and then say he's attractive. So no, not a fan of that um but <laughs> i can't get over that when he was like this this is I'm what, attractive, but you're really attractive it's dilute like it money deludes people so far to where they're like i'm hot it's like no your bank account is very cute like oh, busy said, but yourself no it's a transactional relationship ashley's beautiful ashley's the beauty you're the wallet and that's what i always talk about on my 90 day fiance podcast it's like this they're always surprised when the ugly one with money is like i think they're using me of course they're using you what else do you bring to the table your personality sucks you're not good to look at so hello they're young and you know attractive and you're you with a little bit of coins in your bank account i just Yes, that is how it works. So then we go into the five, episode four. Do you want to hit it? Should we hit uh, it real quick? I, no, I think we should save it. I think we should save it. I think save we're it. in a good spot. We ended with just like the, mm-hmm. did he say it? Didn't he say it? Everyone's drunk. Do I remember? What, what, what was Michael touching, you guys? Mm-hmm. It was big and long. It was strong and hard as a rock. Hard as a rock. Now, what, what was... All right, put in the comments. <laughs> the last 10 minutes, we could put in the comments. What were your thoughts on the first three episodes? Tell mm-hmm. Joe, what, what were your thoughts in the first three episodes? Let us know what about that. What was Michael touching? The hot mic. And in the meantime, we can discuss briefly when Katie did make her epic return. How great was it when she met Candace? And Candace is, you know, Candace is doing a great job when she meets people like, hi, I feel like it's very like Midwestern Southern charm, you know, just like that. Like, hi, I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're Robin. You meet her. She's a, oh, oh she and I do oh, like myself oh, Robin oh, because I do like those strong shoulders and I like, I relate to oh, them. Oh, <laughs> shoulders. But when she went up, 
to Candace and they agreed it. And then she's like, Oh, I just got married five days ago. Sure. I wish I got saved five days ago. Cause I would have told you not to do it. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Not you. Let's hug. Yay. Marriage. And you're like, Katie, Katie, where have you been? I, loved it. I was watching it with Tay Bay and it was like, I just love how she just effortlessly goes through all of the emotion. Katie don't care. It's like after that, she's like, oh, no, I didn't mean you, but who cares? Hey, five yeah. days, went to alcohol. Like, we don't have time for any of this pish posh. I've had two divorces and someone's trying to steal my sons. Give me a drink. Five days, four days, who cares? Don't get married. Give me a drink. Where's the alcohol? I have a Casino Royale event. That's so pretty. <laughs> I got a big thing that I cashed in for $35,000. Wasn't that the thing? It was like a wig box or something that came oh, yeah, up. That, they, her mother took it or whatever. Girl, go away from me with this Apollo. <laughs> All right. Kim is saying a man more specific a dick. Girl, I think that when now he was touching something real dark. Okay. I'm, I I don't know. Now, the Terry Crews man is on at the bar. Um, oh, just, Terry is always your go-to. I love it. I love you know, it. Well, first of all, I, I have some karma coming from him for coming for him, and I pray every night for it. I don't think God's gonna listen to me because it's wishing ill upon someone. Um, but I do it in love. In love. Um, this is all. This is all for the spirit of society. We're all gonna benefit. Um, but when he was back there with Terry Crews, said, "Well, where do you work out at? What's going on?" And it just. And she's up here with her grandmother, okay, oh. saying, giving kisses and hugs, and here you out here pushing on these, you know, old spice muscles. I just, it just, it just, <laughs> I, and it, it, for that long, like, I, you can admire someone, like, oh, oh, wow, they're, they're attractive, like, yeah, okay. It gets to a certain point, it's like, sir, <laughs> no, like, oh, no, like, I'm okay, I, I can take, uh, I love to be loved and to be adored. Give me all the flowers and oh my god, you're so great! Oh, you're so amazing. True, okay. After a certain, oh, can I feel the? Please don't touch me. After a while, you got to move it along. You have to move it along. I get it. I understand. No, mom, and this is why you always tell your children that you love them, how how great they are, how amazing they are, because then that next, uh, yeah, I already know. Is there something that you need? Oh, look at those. Those are hard as excuse, sir. <laughs> Excuse me, please get your hands off of me, okay? <laughs> I heard about you already. Sherman said that y'all, and you and Chris are the people we shouldn't trust down at the uh, Planet of Fitness. That's why he don't come over here anymore. Please back away. <laughs> and where is Juan, okay? Oh, right. If Juan's not there, everyone's going to suffer. That poor guy at the bar, he was just like, oh, man, thanks. I, I work out. And then he just like cornered him, kept moving closer and closer and more questions. And he's just like Mr. He's like Mr. Burns. Like, seriously, he's just like Michael likes, you know, it's, just, it's so gross. I can't. Kim said Ashley knows he's by. Um, it's okay. We won't. Just, right? And we won't. We won't. It would be like. It would be refreshing for us to start seeing more diversity in couples like that. Like why we can't have, you know, like now in Beverly Hills, we're seeing a possible little uh, love affair between a former housewife and a housewife, maybe a little um, affair, but some... Some say Brandy Glanville and Denise Richards, you know, Denise Richards, the actress. Um, but Denise is saying it didn't go down like that. So whatever. But when are we going to get like a gay house husband? When are we going to get, you know, a lesbian housewife? Like when are we going to get a bi? Like just let's like transgender. Like let's just very much open this up to what the world really looks like. Or even, um, you don't even have to go to. 
even if y'all don't want to go to extreme, any of the uh, Big Brother fans who are watching this and you, we know how conservative you guys are, um, they, they don't they follow be a man and a woman. But we know what that man's doing, so let let her be okay with it. It's been on the like I'm okay with Michael uh, with um Ashley being like, girl, he's not home with me tonight. He's with his boyfriend. Yes. Um, drinks on my uh, drinks on me. Okay? Right. And I left that baby at home. Okay. <laughs> like it just I want to. If Ashley was living so much more in her truth that we all see that we know she knows that we see, then her say. He didn't say that. I don't believe Michael said that. It just can't believe. Well, girl, what, what about these recordings? Yeah. What about these recordings? How about when you said nothing happened and then Michael went on Fox? Oh, let me not get too early. Uh, no, I mean, literally, Ashley, you cannot be the bone collector yet trip over bones in your own house. You can't. Oh. You can't do that. You have to. You got to figure it out. You got to get the shovel. You got to pick it up. You got to dust it off and go. Okay, I'm figuring this shit out. Like girl, I, he's grabbing bones and putting them down. Who knows? She may not know that they're there. She may not know that they are there. Ashley's loyalty just makes her look so delusional. I don't think it, I don't even think it makes her look delusional because we see it. She it looks through. like a liar. Yeah, it's just it's just fake. Now it's like it's girl. Fake. When Candace and uh, Candace, Chris and Robin was like, girl, you were right there, and then y'all walked, y'all hushed, or y'all rushed away. Girl, now you're not fooling nobody. Just mm-hmm. say your husband, let him grab it, let him touch it. Looks like Kara said he was feeding up a penis that wasn't there. That's hard addiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just, yeah, I would be so open to more storylines such as this in couples because we've been watching. And hearing about straight sex for forever. And I don't know. I have straight sex. So I'm like, I've been there, done that. I would like to learn about oh, other things. Oh, now. That's why I went this I, way. I've <laughs> done that. Got a t-shirt. Got a souvenir. Yes. I had to try something new. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah, show us some variety and give it to us housewives out in the world. You know, like I, I want to, I want a little bit more. I want. You, you know? think that any housewife will come over and openly be that? Shamari Devoe, they just, it, girl. Yes. The housewife that never did and never could. She I was. She, I mean, she was. I mean, I don't know if she ever said she was bi, but they do threesomes, and you know, um, he was like, no dudes, but we can threesome. And guys do that a lot. They always say the no men but it's like oh but i'll throw a woman in there so anytime a guy had ever said that to me i was like all right let's 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 call one of your friends like you know get their reaction like no no and it's like well why do you just assume that i want another woman in there so yeah shamari oh shamari she could they could have it could have been i mean that you have i'll tell you this jolie if i need encouragement Ever, ever in like, and, and I know I was wrong, and I know I shouldn't have won. I, I just need the participation sticker, okay? I'm gonna call you, okay? Because I know you're gonna be like, no, they could have really. Yep. You were that Shamari should never have. First of all, she wasn't sober enough, and I, no, I had a couple of cocktails. Shamari wasn't sober enough to make it uh, out of Nini's house. Yeah, she couldn't even make it on the first level bathroom. She barfed all over the place. But when you have you have um, a part of like like Belle Biv DeVoe growing up was like, oh my god, it was the biggest thing. And um, then so you bring that on. And Shamari had her own career in her own right. She can sing. Girl, um, nobody was worried about them after Bring It On. 
Well, I'm never gonna let. After bringing on, no one was worried, and that that that's yeah. also the passing. It, it wasn't like she had those vocals that were just g- giving the girls all that. No. She sounded like Ashley and Coffee ENT. Where she it, she wasn't. It was embarrassing on the show when she and her husband went on morning talk show TV news to sing their song and just did like if Y'all I balls to y'all for the holiday spirit. If I can do it, it's not a dance. You know what I mean? Oh, no, you can't. That's why it is a dance, because everybody (laughs) can get involved. Come on. Who's next? Let's get those shoulders bouncing, everybody. But I do. I I had hope, though. I had hope for this girl, because I'm like, what a story. You know, like the things she's had to put up with and the affairs. But again, they they weren't fully transparent. There was not the transparency you need to have when you come in as a housewife. I think so, it was. She was born. She was even forceful with it. She she had sat down with his mom and was like, you know what we was uh, doing ladies in uh, open marriage? Okay, girl, are we going to get this cake or two of the cakes? I don't have time for none of this stuff that you have that we're talking about. It just, she could not cement herself because who we really truly, truly, truly who we wanted was her husband, okay? Yeah. Placement, Candy, placement. Uh, who we really wanted was her husband, but we couldn't get that, so we had to deal with one-third of black, and uh, <laughs> no one wanted that. She was, she was drunk all the time. She, she was drunk all the time. She, the storyline was not that great. I know that her husband was on the role because they were doing a tour with but I feel family. like he held her back because she like I was saying wanting full transparency. Yes, because okay, because she wanted to talk more about that stuff. And he was kind of like, You're embarrassing me. Like I don't want that out on the street. Like she kept sharing information when she was drunk and then he would get upset about it. I'm like, no, that's what makes a great housewife. And you do do this stuff. So let us know. So where you're sober. She was wasted and toasted <laughs> and knocked off. Now Eva that's one of the ones that, look, I know that we, a lot of us messed it up. Nene said she was walking out. Shamari was drunk AF, but girl, your your wedding wasn't that entertaining, and everyone else around it made it that. When yeah. Shamari was like, this is the girl that gave birth to her? I said, oh my God, yes. First of all, somebody get the girl some water and some milk. But more of it. She was embarrassing herself because she was, your children have to see this, girl. Your children have to see this, and you need to show a little bit more decorum after you have children. She was drunk on every occasion, and I didn't even get to see him that much. It just, yeah. He was fine um, back in the day. Touring but casinos. He was yeah, playing casinos. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to do a hot shot, and he up here singing, so, girl, no. And that's why I'm not winning the, um, the doubles. I need you to get on the stage. So it's just... I, uh, I, I'm I wanting them to give us a little bit more diversity. I know at one point they were thinking about doing um, transgender um, housewives or those who were in marriages or um, engaged to or preparing for the engagement, as Cynthia would say, but then they pull it back from that, especially it's in the just, black community. It's so crazy because like, I feel like if they do that, they're going to throw it on a channel that's for LGBTQ. You know what I mean? Give it a mainstream, put it on Bravo. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that it has to be boundaries though. Separated. Who would be the one who can help us? Who is? Candy. Candy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I think she's the one who can help us push the boundaries. And she's thinking all of the stuff that she's gotten from, all of the negativity and making it into something. She's been very vocal during this 
um, Black Lives Matter, LGBT, because it's um, Pride Month, and she's been very vocal and communicative and sharing stories of individuals in the ballroom scene um, and the LGBTQIA lifestyle. So I think that she can, I think that she can push it and bring it there. I, I don't know if our community is uh, ready for it yet, and I hate to be, say that as a black man, but. We can be a little slow and stuff like that, but I feel like for sure, not the Texas, but for sure, one of the Beverly Hills, New York. Now, they, they got to be a girl who be swinging out. I did hear. Uh oh, here we go. I love it. And you ain't heard this from me, y'all. Okay. Sharice used to have the swinging parties. Well, that does not surprise me one bit. House. They used to have the swinging parties. And I'm not going to say that I've been to one or haven't been to one. Well, what I will say is that I had to drive all the way out there. Oh, to go to one. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying, just in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> my mic wasn't working. So I hope it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. That was my mistake. I'm just oh, like. Good to talk to you, Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> Good for like a good three episodes. Oh my god, this was perfect! And now we know um, that we can do three episodes and possibly four next time. We'll see. We'll mm -hmm. see how we're feeling, you know. But you always got that that pilot's always the one you really got to dig your teeth into. Yeah, they're so. setting the scene. They're setting the mode because these this cast didn't change except for they took out the bad apple. Thank God she had to cut one of her names, and we didn't need her during this time frame. And first of all, Sharice, let's take a moment of silence for Sharice. No, okay. <laughs> oh, she's okay. I hope she's somewhere laughing over champagne. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, and just living life like it's going, putting her own crabs. My God. And Hopefully, she's not at the geriatric home just yet. No, oh, no, I don't think. Oh, she hope. Let's let's pray that she's been able to master and maneuver that hoverboard in a way that she had never fallen <laughs> off. Okay, she's wearing age appropriate clothes, and her and the fireman are living just smoothly and swiftly like Giselle said they would okay when whatever yeah. else they are living and come on you you oh yes you got it Sharice thanks Peter Potomac yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sharice yes well you guys that is our breakdown of the first three episodes of our rewatch of season four of the Real Housewives of Potomac busy blue you're fantastic thank you everyone in the chat for uh, your comments, your super sticker, your super chat. So great. Don't forget to like this video on your way out. Leave your comments even after about your thoughts on these last Please tell us your comments on the first three episodes. And you guys listening on this podcast, you are not going to go away without doing the work. Comment. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you think about us. Rate us. Okay. Mm -hmm. On iTunes. Tell yes. the girl. Busy Blues the girl. Okay. And we are ready for more. I'm trying to beat my favorite murder, which is my favorite podcast. <gasps> you know, so can we? They're just reading Wikipedia. We had to watch these shows, right? Karen and uh, uh Georgia, and Georgia, Karen, mm -hmm. uh, Georgia Hardstock, and Karen Kiergaard. My first of all, I love you guys so much, so don't take this as anything mean. But y'all, we got to beat them. Yeah, we got to, we have to. It's time, it's time because we have a whole behind us you know we got nana coming in i mean come on you guys all right so thank you guys everyone saying good show in the chat again uh rate and review on itunes like busy said leave your comments after give this a thumbs up and you know what share us out share us out on your social media be like you should check out these two because they're fun and uh they are 
connoisseurs of this. I always forget what we say we are, but we're, I come up with a new word every time. Can I close it off? Because I haven't been able to do it in a while. Yes, of course. Everyone, you guys have a good night. We've loved uh, having this time with you. Make sure that you rate, subscribe um, to both of our channels. Uh, leave us a comment. Tell us how you felt about these first three episodes. Make sure that you tell iTunes um, or whatever you're listening to this podcast on how much you love us um, and how much better we are than those other ones. Um, me and Jolene are about to go get busy and you guys stay busy. Until right. next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.